This is, this is CG Talks, the podcast where CG guys talk about CG. This podcast is powered by GarageFarm.net, a place where 3D cloud rendering is incredibly fast and cheap. We're live. Hello, everyone. This is DJ, and this is CG Talks, the podcast where CG guys talk about CG, which is, of course, computer graphics and all things related or unrelated to the topic. And today I have a very special guest with me, Mr. Grant Osborne from Melbourne, Australia, a motion designer or generally 3D designer. Uh, maybe you. you can say a few <laughs> words about your experience and uh, yes. yeah, what, you're, what you're into. Um, I think I think maybe uh, 3D generalist, maybe. But, you know, it seems... The the longer you, you you do this, the less the title even you know makes uh, any sense. Really, you just end up just doing whatever works for the projects. Um, yeah, thank you for letting me uh, talk on your podcast. I feel very privileged. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's our pleasure and honor, uh, and I hope our audience will enjoy the conversation. Uh, we will have some nice topics discussed and. Uh, let me then maybe start uh, with uh, with your backstory, like uh, how you got involved in yes. motion design or CG in general. Like, what was it like? Like a plan for a career or just okay. like a happy accident? <laughs> well, I, I would probably say it was uh, a moment of desperation. Um, when I was uh, young, um, I grew up in a, a very uh, rough area and. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of people weren't really into school, and I think uh, that was something that I, I didn't, I wasn't really that much interested in myself, um, and so I kind of uh, didn't really think too much about what I was going to do, and uh, and then after that, I, I ended up um, just doing some some small stuff at a radio station, um, helping out and doing little shows and stuff uh, as a volunteer. And, um, yeah, after that, I knew I needed a job. So um, I was, it was around the year of uh, 2000, and I thought to myself, well, you know, what could I do? I was pretty good at art, so I decided that um, I would, uh, yeah, enroll in, a, in an art uh, degree, and uh, I quickly made up a portfolio of, of stuff. And uh, yeah, and ended up going to a, a university, doing um, uh, yeah computer art, and uh, yeah, I sort of I've loved it ever since. It's uh, I think it's something that's uh, over the years is uh, something I've really each year I feel more passionate about it, and uh, and I'm I'm just blown away that I can be alive. In this, uh, you know, in a time when um, computers can do so much, yeah, mm. yeah. Some people, um, like recently, I've seen some people like even scared about how computers, uh, computers are getting like good with this whole AI <laughs> revolution. Let's see. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, I guess like you know when, when I started. Um, I think I was using Lightwave, which was a very, very old program. Um, and, uh, you know, um, yeah, just I always, I always loved going to um, movie theaters and watching all the 3D logos when I was a kid. And 
you know, I, some of them were even faked 3D, but I just, yeah, I just love, I just loved all that stuff. And I, I think I always knew that um, stuff, the moving image and um, animation and, and movies uh, really sort of resonated with me and something that I, I wanted to pursue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've seen like uh, um, from your work, uh, at least what I saw on Instagram, um, most of your work is created with Cinema 4D. Am I right? Or is that is that your that's, main that's tool right. right now? Or do you work with other yeah. software as well? You mentioned Lightwave, but probably it's not long. Yeah, oh, yeah that, was, that was a long, long time ago. Um, but yeah, right now, um, yeah, Cinema 4D I'm, I'm using at work and... Uh, you know, at home occasionally. Um, I've kind of basically switched at home to full Houdini. It's more of a just trying to, you know, I, I bought the license and I've decided, you know, for this this year that I was just going to spend a majority of this year just, just trying to learn it as, as well as I could. So, um, and we've got, you know, licenses that work. So, um It's been, uh, yeah, it's been amazing to just, um, um, yeah, start that journey. And, um, but yeah, with Cinema 4D, it's like such a, you know, easy program to learn. And it was, uh, you know, it just felt like uh, the most common program that people are using um, for the last five years. Um, maybe uh, now it's, it's sort of heading into that blender space and uh that's exciting too um i've, I've used blender maybe like two times <laughs> but um every time i see something on the internet um that's that's awesome it's just like oh uh this has been done in blender and i'm like oh my god again it just it's draw dropping what it can do so um you know maybe next year that might that be my new program to learn Ah, yeah, that's you're kind of like anticipated my next question because because yeah, I wouldn't consider consider myself a true Blender cultist if I if I didn't mention Blender, <laughs> just like in this meme. Yeah. By the way, by the way, didn't you well, did I... you know that it's free, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially, I wanted to ask about ge geometry nodes because these are probably you know most 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 exciting projects that are posted online are people doing really crazy things with, with uh, geometry nodes. I know. And it, and it seems like um, Cinema 4D kind of was trying to head in that direction, um, maybe through seeing the Blender stuff. And it just never really kind of worked right, or I'm not sure. I didn't really, uh, I, I guess, like, I never really uh, tried it out. As, um, but, yeah, like, the geometry nodes just look amazing. And... And, you know, seeing it on Integma, um, using it and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something that's groundbreaking and it, yeah, it deserves to be respected. It's, it's amazing. Can't wait to get, to learn it. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe I maybe could use it on, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to get back a little bit to the Cinema 4D uh, topic um, yeah. because, like last week, I think a, a new version came out. Right? Am, am I correct? Something that was at least shown on the half race or other. Um... That, 
I think I think they call it the Houdini killer. <laughs> oh yeah, and and I've seen that some people are getting excited, especially with a new boss game. So I wanted to ask yes. you what's uh, if you've uh, had an opportunity of testing it or or seeing seeing anything, and what's what's something that you were most excited about this new release? Well, yeah, I haven't I haven't actually uh, I haven't used it yet, um, but yeah, the simulations um, they're they're still on. Um, R24 at work. Um, uh, so I've been using that. Um, and um, yeah, the, the simulations look so much better than it's, it's always been. I think with Cinema 4D, it's always been a little bit of a, a hot topic, I guess, the with the simulations because they do come out not looking amazing, but they, they, they they're a bit stuttery. They're a bit, you know, like to get them right. They, I mean, um, you know, uh, sometimes they look great, and but it, yeah, they, it, it takes a lot of effort to to get them where they need to be. And and it feels like, that from what I've seen, like now it's just like buttery smooth, you know, physics and uh, simulations, which you know always looks so pleasing to the eye <laughs> when it's done right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love this, all that stuff. And this is like the pain, the painful area in Blender. Like I can say it from my own experience that like cloths in Blender. Yes, it's like, it's like a real pain to get it right. Right? Is it challenging? Uh, yeah. Well, um, and yeah. Now I'm sort of uh, in the Houdini land, and um, I feel like. Um, well, whilst I know I can do better simulations than um, Cinema 4D, they're so much harder to set up from the start. There's just it seems like you have to slap down about 30 nodes just to get a cloth to move. So um, you know, but it's it's also it, it's the you you can see like how things can be just so much more. Um, I, don't, I guess like. Um, yeah, like uh, amazing, like in, in terms of like um, the Vellum um, stuff and Houdini is just, you know, soft bodies interacting with cloth and stuff like that. And I think, you know, it, it always seemed like in the past it was just like, um, you know, you do your cloth sim and then you have to fake, you know, your, your soft sim to to interact with that cloth sim and, and do little workarounds and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's exciting times coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Probably something easier to set up. Like this is, these are like areas that uh, required, like up till now it requires so much technical knowledge and it, you can't really focus that much on the artistic side and yeah i guess yeah. this is this is this is the thing that all three artists would gladly give <laughs> to the ai <laughs> just to do the yes. thing and well make make it work well, it's, it's funny um i guess yeah you wanted to talk about um the moving meditations a bit later was it uh yeah yeah I, i've yeah. I think like we can we can scratch the topic, but we'll dig into it in the second part of the conversation. Yeah, because okay. like, yeah, we'll do it. Okay. There's so much well, to talk about this. I was just going Yeah, well, I was just going to just touch on the AI aspect. Uh, you know, like I, I think when Mid Journey came out, and um, you know, and it went open beta, 
I, you know, I was just so excited to use it. And, you know, when, and then I started using it and it, it blew my mind. Literally, I was on it for like a whole weekend, just like putting in the, the my craziest search terms. And I, I've, and those, uh, the, the images it produced um, were just amazing. And then I think I've, it's funny because I've never really ended up doing anything with them um, because I felt like the um, it's almost doesn't feel like my art. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's even though I typed in the search terms, it doesn't really feel like something that I would make. And uh, even even to be influenced by it didn't really quite. Yeah. It was like it was almost just amazing to have it how it is as a as a picture, but then uh, yeah, I kind of I've always thought oh, I'll take this and I'll do this and build that with it, and uh, it never goes past that initial phase because I just feel like mm, it just feels like I'm copying the AI now, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. How, what do you think? Yeah, of there's that? <laughs> there's there's like the whole discussion going on. At least on Twitter, I've seen like artists, like especially concept artists, are I think they are they're hit the hardest about the you know with this uh, whole thing coming up because they feel like it's it's threatening threatening their jobs like directly like yeah I'd, concept, I'd... quick quick concepts and the, the interesting part of the discussion is like. Is the originality and uh, copying directly from specific living artists, like the, not the public domain old masters, but uh, well, that's the living right. artists that are kind of like even uh, typed into the the uh, algorithm and uh, like directly influencing the the result with the style of a particular living artist. So it's kind of like a little bit of using. It's yeah, it's like. Um, it's a blurry area of, of copyright infringement generally. And, uh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I almost feel like, you know, yeah, you, it's like, yeah, it's like taking all these people's art and then sort of putting it in a blender and then you, you, you're left with this, this, uh, this work that looks amazing, but it's sort of, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, 100% 100% right for some reason and I think maybe that's it is that it, it's not exactly what those artists that are referencing would do and it's almost it doesn't embody their spirit you know and I feel like maybe concept artists don't need to worry because you know that that spirit that they put into their work almost travels through it but I don't know. Maybe that will change in the future. It's interesting. Yeah, my my take on this is like, of, of course, it's like a new thing, and it's, it's I think it's so hard because it's uh, going so deeply into the creative process. Like it's automating the, the part that used to involve direct creative work, uh, and the uh, the closest the, the closest comparison that comes to my mind is like when photography came into the art world, and you know, it's it kind of automated. The process that used to involve painters, like uh, to to yeah, depict what what yeah. they see, and then it's kind of like some kind of automatic process, like introduce the possibility of you know just uh, replicating the, the the view created by light. And uh, the the cool thing about this comparison is that uh, this just transformed transformed the art world and even introduced like new forms of art, right? Rather than 
kill anything yeah. of creative space for humans. But uh, this this seems a little bit uh, harder, maybe. But I think also that that this will eventually you know get used in specific places where it's uh, where where it's doing the the right job, and there will be places where just human human factor is is so necessary. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty sure this they're using a like our ILM and and a couple of those bigger places, um, unless I misheard. <laughs> um, and so don't, yeah, don't quote me on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably good just for you know if you want to get a mishmash of what a computer might think Star Wars element might look like, and you know, um, yeah, just mm-hmm. bashing it out. Yeah, so far it's just like it's yeah. just like mixing the already existing ideas. The, this like exactly this creates right. just a just a, just a mix of what's already been thought of, and yeah, maybe in It'd be very interesting unusual... to see if it's some sort of lottery system that that um, you know determines it or whether it's you know yeah, I, I'd love to know how it actually works. To be honest, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably we'll find out in a few years, and and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe maybe it will be just like the you know the automated produ- production of like art, art things like mm. in the nineteenth century well, when the industry. But I was just gonna show you like, I still prefer you know like. Just, you just got to get the books of the artists that you like, you know, and just go mm. through it. And, like, this book here, like, I just, oh, man. This guy is, like, <laughs> genius. And I've seen a lot of his work being uh, influenced by, uh, sorry, a lot of the AI work being influenced by, you know, him. And uh, I just think to myself, you know, how cool is that? <laughs> you know, that you... That the machine is copying you, you know that you're you're in that league where, you know, machines copy you. I think that's that's awesome, you know. Like I, I'd love to be that in that stage at one day. And one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me maybe switch. Uh, is this switch topic a little bit? And, uh, I would like to, to talk about and check uh, out our rendering solutions. About the design. So let's. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's doing some parts of it, but generally, like our task as designers is like doing the thing. And I would like to know uh, what's your uh, opinion on what's the what's the hardest, like the most difficult part in motion design. Uh, oh, is it like the technical uh, specific software, or maybe yeah. just artistic challenges rather? No, I I, I love the art part. Um, I, for me, like you know the coming up with those initial ideas is just like, I don't know, it's like my happy place. Um, you know, it, it, it just, I, I think for me, it's like, um, I'll, I'll try and think of, you know, how to approach a project. Um, and, you know, if it's something that's like an open brief, um, you know, I'll have a good think about it. And um, throughout the day, and then or, you know, usually I'll I'll go for a walk around the neighborhood or something, and there'll be something in real life that just inspires me, and it's like, oh my god, that's the coolest toy ever, or you know, wow, that retro thing looks great, and uh, you know, and then I just like 
take that element of that and try and expand it into a, a whole world of things, you know? Um, and uh, I think that's uh, what happened with my, my first um, 36 days of type was just, um, you know, I, I, I work right next to this um, amazing antique, um, you know, place and, and they just have all these amazing, like, plastic lamps and I just saw them and I was just, I just thought to myself, they're so cool. And, uh, you know, like, oh, I wonder what an alphabet would look like in this kind of style. <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, yeah, going back to your original question, um, I'm definitely, uh, you know, I love, I've, I've always loved design, always felt like it's something that has come, um, I wouldn't say easy to me, but it, it's something I, I understand, um, you know. Um, but, yeah, the, the mechanics, like, you know, sometimes it's always maybe the hardest bit is like trying to think of these ideas um, and then overdoing it on the mechanics and um, and then, you know, having to try and figure out these very complex systems, um, yeah, and and kind of, I, don't, I guess, maybe stumbling in that, in that respect where it's like, oh, why did I think of such a complex, you know, thing to to try and build here you know it's, I, I think for me I, I'm always trying to simplify things a little bit you know um, and try and get it down to its raw essence um, but I'll, I'll never <laughs> I always sort of try and have that ethos and then like especially if the, the time is is uh, low and we're getting close to deadlines uh, sometimes it just ends up just going real everything all at once <laughs> and then i'm like oh this was supposed to be simple <laughs> yeah yeah so i guess keeping keeping things simple is yeah is uh, yeah it's helpful but it's also sometimes the hardest part probably right because yeah things yeah. tend to things tend to multiply as they go along that's right yeah but, so, um, so yeah I, uh, Sorry. <laughs> go on, go on. I, I just interrupted you, so sorry. Oh, no. Um, uh, yeah. I was just, I guess I was just going to say, like, um, yeah, the technical aspect, of, I feel like the creative always should drive that technical aspect, not the other way around. And, uh, yeah, I feel like, um, uh, I, I think that's why I'm trying to learn Houdini in this technical way now. So, you know, when I come to my projects and um, the ones that I'm really interested in doing, I um, I won't have to try and figure out technically how things work. Yeah. So I guess that's that's the way I'm working. Yeah. Yeah. So j just to be prepared for the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so talking about simplifying things, I'll just throw another thing into the pot and uh, I, I would like to yep. ask you about a less obvious topic for visual designers okay uh, which, which is uh, sound design and I've noticed uh, like ah, some of your work in, yeah some of your works include uh, this element and uh, you seem to have some background or interest in music from what I've done my, in my research like can you tell yep. me a little bit, a bit more about this part of your design okay adventure? well 
um, a long time ago, like, um, yeah, I, I, I guess like when I first uh, set off into the job world, I, I did a lot of um, stuff at, at a radio station. And uh, yeah, I just, um, I've got a, an immense love for music. Uh, it's, um, you know, I've got all my records down there. <laughs> um, and I, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I think it's, uh, it's just something that's always a part of me. I wish I could, um, you know, do music better. Um, I was in a band for a little bit, <laughs> but, um, you know, it was, a, it was a very hardcore rock band. Um, and I think like, you know, over the years it was kind of, I, I think I was craving maybe more of a electronic, um, you know, chill out vibe. Yeah. So, um, but, um, yeah, I, lo- I, lo- I love, I love sound effects and music and, um, you know, I'll, I'll try and, um, you know, purchase packs and, you know, find, find good, good music to put into my stuff. Um, I, ideally I'd love to make it, but you know, I, it's really, uh, I have very little spare time on me right now. And I, I think until my kids get a bit older and, you know, life like, uh, settles down, but yeah, I mean, at work, it's just as easy as just booking someone to do it. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I do, I do have, uh, um, a, f- a few people in the past, um, who have, uh, you know, helped me out with, um, like professional sound design and, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I really appreciate when, when people come together and help out, like there was a, a friend of mine called Baxter, um, Paul Baxter and, um, Baxter Sound and yeah, he was, he liked what I was doing on Instagram and, he was like, ah, oh, you know, like, would you mind if I put sound effects to your, uh, you know, one of your projects? And I, I thought to myself, oh, geez, <laughs> that, would you? <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, I feel like, you know, design and uh, animation and uh, sound are like, they're kind of like, they all need to go together. You know what I mean? It's like, it feels like something's missing unless you've got it. I, uh, I really yeah. wish I could, you know, have more in it, you know. I feel like that's going to be the next AI uh, thing. It's going to be the, the sound effects and um, all that sort of stuff, maybe. Yeah, I've asked this question because I've uh, also had, like, a part of my journey in, uh, with music. Like, I've been in a band some years ago before I started yeah, doing yep. 3D and... And as you said, it's like so much time involved in the, in this uh, visual arts thing that it's hard to to like do two things at, at the same time. But from what I've seen, like there are some people that are kind of um, having having those two things together. Some some people say that this is like this or that, but uh, I think it's there are some similarities in in both, like timing or i don't know what exactly is the, like the common de- denominator but it's kind of like a thing yeah. that, that some people that are are yeah. visually interested in arts they also have like interest in music and and sometimes talents for that yeah absolutely maybe, maybe they're just time to to explore both at the same time yeah i think so and uh you know i think the uh, i think the for me the the musical spectrum is just like the color spectrum you know like it's when I hear music, it just feels like, uh, you know, 
you know, emotions being painted uh, with sound and then, you know, when I see art, it feels like emotions being painted with colours. So uh, I, I feel like they're very, very similar, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, um, t time is just unfortunately uh, <laughs> is, is not my friend right now. So, um, yeah. No, I've got a I've got a guitar over here in the corner that I've, um, I've when I was in the band I, I did keyboards um, but yeah I, I promised myself to learn guitar at some stage of my life <laughs> I won't put an end date on it uh, but um, yeah it's over there and I'll, I'll pick it up maybe once every two weeks and have a have a go yeah right so yeah hopefully hopefully in the future the AI will help us. Manage, manage the time so we can we can have more time to, I, you know, to do the, the fun things. I, I just want to get to that. I just want to get to that matrix stage where I can just like plug in, like ah, oh, being amazing guitarist, and just forget about the learning aspect and just go straight to it. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it's kind of like the the way that kids go with the with the instruments. Like uh, I'm seeing my kids right now picking up these instruments oh. for the first time, and it's like they don't have these, you know, these kind of breaks when when it go, comes to, uh, yeah, they, they're just exploring things as they are. It's it's so cool, and I guess yeah. it's, it's it's a part of us that just wants to go into that full full mojo state, you know, just enjoying the experience, right? Yeah, there's a. I think there's a word for it. I don't know. It was as a flow state, flow state. state. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I think some people yeah call it yeah. flow state. I'm, I'm very yeah. much uh, like I feel like that when I'm designing. You know, like I feel like I'll put some music in the headphones and, and you know, um, and I'll just uh, yeah, I'll go away to a special place in my mind, and whatever comes out. Sometimes it's a bit crazy, but uh, yeah. It's enjoyable to, to visit that, you know, and, uh, yeah, just uh, it's all about using your imagination, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the first part of our conversation with Grant Osborne and stay tuned for the next part. We will be talking about personal projects and developing your 3D skill sets, doing online challenges. Subscribe to the channel and keep on rendering.